Welcome back to the tube station, my dudes. Episode 5. How do I sound? Better. We're getting there. Testing, we went from testing. One, straight two, three. phone call to uh, an actual mic this time. Getting Starting to sound like we're almost in the same room. We leveled up. The podcast has leveled up already. Yeah, we're at least level... We'll say we're level five. <laughs> yeah, this we are. is uh, the milestone episode, as you called it. Episode five. This is, we've created this milestone for ourselves, and we got a special episode coming to you. It's based on the fact that I don't think anyone knows who the fuck we are. Nope. Only we're just the people we know who are listening. We're nobodies. So I think we have to describe, you know, to the fans and the listeners why this podcast exists, what this podcast is, and how we got here. Let's do it. Well, first, we should start with the tube station. What is the tube station? Why are we called the tube station? Flashback. 2013, a simple yeah, time. I'm thinking 14 for me. I was a little, I was a late bloomer a much, for those who already know what a tube station is. A much simpler time. A time where there was no real responsibilities, and your biggest worries kind of revolved around the idea of the tube station. Yeah, pulling tubes with the boys, pulling tubes with the girls. Pulling tubes with everybody. Tubes bring people together. Explain what it is, literally. So the tube, (laughs) also known as the jeeb. GB. GB, grab bong. It's just a ghetto high school way to smoke, obviously. So you take a cup, fill it with water, then you take a water bottle, and burn a little hole in the bottom of the water bottle. And you put that inside the cup of water. And then... The bottle fills with water. Yes. And you got... On top, you get a little wrench socket. And my parents fucking wondered... My dad wondered where all his wrench sockets went over the year. Well, if you're listening, now you know. So you melt that into the cap. Then screw the cap on, throw a little nuggetry into the cap, light that shit up, pull up, unscrew, and take off to Mars. The the bottle literally fills with probably, I'd say, like 85% marijuana, 15% <laughs> straight toxins. Yeah, because it gets like dark yellow sometimes if it's a milky one. <laughs> It's definitely the bottle cap. Uh, a little bit of plastic. Whatever. A splash yeah, of metallic. Mm-hmm. From the... the waste. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you, you just kind of completely accept that into your, your lung capacity. And uh, you go into a different state. One that we have enjoyed over the years. But yeah, that's that's why we are the tube station. Nobody knows of it as tubes. Tubes is a is a local thing for us. Oh yeah. And and we didn't even realize that until like we started to branch out and stuff. And when you just be in conversation and say like, you know, like you want to pull a tube or whatever, people are like, "Wait, what are you like What the what, fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> what the about? fuck is like cuz if you if you don't know, just say saying pulling a tube sounds weird like what i don't yeah i don't know what that would be when i went to college that was the exact process everyone's like what are you talking about you show them and they're just like oh, like, oh jeebs. A gravity bomb and <laughs> like you're just oh like, jeebs bro like yeah well we're tubes. Yeah, don't say that bro so therefore welcome tubes. to the tube station and tubes i said this earlier but tubes bring people together and tubes yes. actually are the reason you're listening to us right now. We were first, our relationship basically began 
at a tube station, if you think about it, which is kind of sick. Around the station. That's where it all started. So obviously, you know, by now you know I'm Jack. I'm Noel, obviously. And uh, there was a time when we didn't know each other. Born to different mothers. We're not related. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're we're what you'd call the classic friends. (laughs) You know, there's uh, not much else to it. We're humans. We didn't know each other at one point. And now we know each other. Which is pretty uh, rare if you think about it. When we were discussing, when we were discussing earlier, like what, how did we actually start being friends? Uh, it actually came down to, like we said, a tube station, and uh, the story is actually kind of funny, looking back on it. I'd say, Pyrofest. Um, Pyrofest for all you local Hampton kids. <laughs> you know what Pyrofest was I, does it still exist probably i don't know anyways i feel like that early high school time like heartwood was bumping in the summer it was like every weekend you like heartwood went. acres is just like a big open field pretty much with the stage and they had free concerts there every sunday in the summer and it was just like a dope hangout spot and yeah, like and, you a know, shitload the, of people would show up. So it'd be like, all the kids, good, everyone good from school, you know, you see them there. Anyone who's relevant, really, even the irrelevant people, really. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I think one day, you know, there was Pyro Fest, um, which is like a big and, firework crazy show. And neither of us really remember the exact mutual friend we had that led to this. I feel like we were hanging out with hangout. some chicks, but I can't remember who. I don't know why, but I think it was Brad. I'm not kidding. I don't know. It could have been anybody. Because, like, back then, we smoked together, like, early high school. But anyways, we, uh, our mutual friend ditched us. I don't know what ended up happening, obviously, because we don't know who it was, but uh, he bailed, and I'm pretty sure... Noel and I just kind of reached out to each other and we were like, you still want to chill, bro? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to leave, bro. Like, what's going on here? Uh, and I was probably like, fuck it, because I, knew, I know I was home alone, obviously, because we were smoking at a young age at my house, just out in the open. So Noel came over. Honestly, don't know how, because we didn't have our licenses back then, so <laughs> also going to brush over that topic. Well, yeah, like, because I, I remember you were just like, yeah, like, are you trying to go smoke? And I was like, yeah, but, like, where? Because you're fucking scared. You don't want to do shit in public. Plus, there's literally no. probably 500 people there. So he's like, L- I mean, shit, like, we can just go to my house. And I didn't even know where the fuck he lived. I mean, we ended up living, like, what, 10-minute walk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then we uh we trekked over. And it was a fucking beautiful day, I remember, because we were both oh. just wearing our sunglasses, just walking in the middle of the road, and it was just beautiful weather. Dude, this, I, I just know it was like the sun was setting. I yeah, know the sky sure. was like that Because on our way like back, orange. it was like the end of the sunset, but it's it wasn't dark yet. Yeah, so I just know that we were we were straight walking down the street, no worries. And we were just completely tossed. Yeah. Not even really good friends at that point. No, but that, that solidified the relationship. We had yeah. the mutual friends, and then we we hit the tube station together, and we were like, oh, shit. It's like, oh, word, I can chill with this person exactly. one-on-one. <laughs> and like, that was back in the day where, like, you would pull, like, one, two tubes tops. Like, two I, was, like, dude. a crazy day. There's no way I pulled more than one. There's no way. (laughs) But, like, you would be fucked off one. Like, straight fucked. And, like, it's hard to picture, but this is, like, a pinch. Like, it's the smallest amount you can imagine. It's it's so small. But, um, But you just get it all at once, so it just fucking wrecks you. Especially if you're, like, 15. 
Yeah, and smoke. also probably hadn't. That probably was like not even like I don't even know if I'd hit double digits in like times I'd smoked at that <laughs> point either. But uh, yeah, we were destroyed. And just like a few details, I remember and Noel remembers as well. Like we were hitting hardwood. We were seeing all the mutuals, you know, and we had our sunglasses on. But at this point, it's dark, right? Because Pyrofest is about fireworks, so obviously it happens at night. And uh, we both had sunglasses on still, like as the sun was almost completely down. <laughs> and everyone would come up to us and they're like, why the fuck are you guys wearing sunglasses? And I vividly just remember like trying to like ignore the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because that was like back in the time when you were like ashamed. And yeah. like you didn't, you couldn't like, like you weren't, wouldn't openly just be like, like, because now like. If somebody says, like, you look stoned, I'm like, well, I fucking am, like, obviously. But, like, back then, if someone said, like, you look stoned, you got all, like, ner nervous and paranoid and, like, kind of, like, it, it was, like, an insult. Yeah. It was, like, are so, you high? Like, I just remember they're, like, oh, why are you wearing like, sunglasses? We, I'm, like, don't worry about it, man. Like, we made a conscious <laughs> effort to make sure that, like, nobody knew. Yeah. Like, eye so, drops, sunglasses at night fucking gum like the whole the whole nine yards um but yeah so that was that was the first time i can remember personally hanging out with you um one-on-one -on -one. and you know one-on-one -on -one hangouts like that's a weird like kind of step to take in in just a friendship i'm i'm literally saying like guy on guy like if you're hanging out with a dude one-on-one -on -one for the first time it's probably awkward especially like now it'd be weird because I feel like oh, when, yeah. when you're younger, it, like maybe it's a little different because you're, I don't, I don't know. No, I agree. But the thing like is in college, like, like it, it always, it usually happens that like you hang out a bunch of times, like with other people. And then mm -hmm. at a certain point, like you just chill with them and then you ended up being, being homies with them. But yeah, that was definitely the first time, and I, I imagine it was awkward <laughs> at first. But by by the time Until we were we walking the tubes, there bro, down the we street, were, yeah. yeah, like when we were walking down the street to Hartwood through the glades, there was no awkwardness at all. I remember it was Dude, like I, we, we were, were laughing our asses for life, off, bro. I remember so, that shit like it was yesterday. That was funny. So that's definitely when we knew, like. All right, we we're gonna be friends, and you know, moving on now. What are some of the? Let's get like a, a starting five lineup of mutual friends. Reasons we are now best friends, but like five people that have like kind of influenced us to be friends. What we can go back and forth here. Sickles, obviously. Yeah, Sickles is starter he's definitely a starter um are there any girls it, it's dude it's, it's literally all basketball dudes because all my it's, friends played basketball and you played basketball so that's that's like straight up how it happened i don't think we met through any girls <clears throat> i think that came that, like after the fact or like through our mutual bros I mean, I don't even need we don't even need to do a starting five. I mean, Sickles is the sole reason. Yeah, because we was like, friends. Yeah, that's my homie, and then you hooped with him for a couple of years, so you guys became homies. And I honestly don't know how we became as good of friends as we were just through basketball, like because obviously you know the team is full Shit of people. Just happens, You're dude. You can I mean, I I could go through a lot of people that I can't tell you the first time we hung out. It's weird. Like naturally, you just kind of form these things. Yeah. Like looking back, like there was no conscious effort to become friends with anyone. You nah, just kind of become friends. Part of being a person. It's human it's nature. So, just, so strange. You just, just like gravitate people. towards people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, from that point, I mean, when do you think that pyrofest was? Probably your freshman year of high school. Yes, I had to be. Maybe so. I was definitely like a sophomore. There's no way I was a junior. Okay, then yeah, probably. It was probably summer going into my sophomore year. Yes, yes. 
So that'd well, be like summer of like 16 yeah. or 15 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, between then and the end of my senior year, does anything kind of come to mind like between you and I? Like I think we were just kind of – it just kept getting like more and more normal to hang out. Yeah, we were just kind of all – all squatted up together. Chicago was big. Yeah. We went to but Chicago. Before, before Chicago, though, there was I don't think we'd hang out one-on-one like besides PyroFest. Not that I can remember, no. No. And then Chicago happened, which was, by the way, now we're talking like two years later, which is so weird to think about. Yeah, like I, I couldn't tell you what happened in those two years. <laughs> yeah. Like between you and I, I, I think we were just kind of chill. Like I was just probably a part of the squad by then. So, you know, there's the buttermilk, buttermilk, buttermilk runs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was always in big groups with our big group of friends. So I don't think we ever had like a one-on-one up to the point that uh, Chicago happened. But that is for sure when we transitioned from, you know, acquaintances slash friends to now like straight up homies For chicago sure. was a big turning point and like chicago is like almost kind of a like mutual friend thing too yeah the only reason we were as close in chicago or even had the chance to be close is because you know we you were you were roomed together with four people and uh at that point when you're kind of figuring it out, it's still basketball season. So I was homies with Sickles and Shuett at that point. And they're like, we need a fourth. Sickles, obviously your best friend. And he's like, oh, ask Noel. I know Noel's going. So all of a sudden we have a room of four and you're definitely the person I'm the least close with in that room. For sure. And you got to think this is now the end of my senior year of high school. Yeah. And that was a long time ago looking back. I mean, I'm a senior now in college. That was literally four years ago. But it's crazy to think all of high school we weren't this as close as we are we have been in the past few years. Yeah, I mean, I can only think of like one or two other people that I've become friends with like at the end of or like after high school that I went to high school with. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think happened in Chicago? Chicago, okay, so we went to Chicago through the school for, like, uh, it was Future Business Leaders of America. It was pretty much just, like, a blow-off trip. You got to go to a big city for a couple days, and you do some, like, internship, like, uh, I, well, uh, little seminars and just, like, job shadows, and it was, it, was, it was a bunch of bullshit. There were, like, three or four kids who were real into it. And they would be asking all these crazy questions and shit to these financial advisors. But the rest of us were just chilling, looking, waiting, waiting for the free time where we got to just, we got our, our 10 or 12 bucks from the fucking teacher. And we just got to go off for like two or three hours. But those little like trips and those little breaks, I feel like, like we just kind of had like everyone formed up their own little squad for the trip. And when you got to go, off on your own it was just like automatic you'd link with like a certain like group of people and you'd just like go off and do whatever personally for me a little background on the trip itself i had absolutely no fucking interest in business like i knew i was going to be a journalist at that point like i could care less about business and being a future business leader. that's what i'm saying so very it, few it people was literally wanted to be just business for the trip. leaders it was literally just the trip. And like, I remember Sickles had gone because he actually did have an interest. He went last year and he had like no friends. And so he was the reason like we even went, I think, or even joined the club. I mean, I only joined the club for the trip itself. And he's the one who's like, yo, I like, I wish my homies went. Trust me, it's fun. And we're just like, fuck it. All right. So we go on this trip. And like you said, like it, they have the game plan for you. I mean, I remember, I'll, I'll bring up this little memory that you definitely forgot about. Remember when they made us sit through like that play? The real inappropriate one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it was garbage, dude. I just remember how funny it was seeing everyone on the trip 
with their headphones in <laughs> while the play is happening. Some people just straight sleeping. <laughs> like just some out people cold playing listening. games. Some people watching YouTube. Some people listening to music. No one <laughs> actually watching the play. And everyone was pissed at uh, fuck. What was his name? Oh, the guy uh, that Howard. Led. Howard. Everyone was pissed at him for making us do that shit. Well, and the teachers were all real shook because they went into the play not realizing that like there were multiple full acts about straight sex (laughs) and like real like blowjobs and all sorts of graphic shit. And they like, they wouldn't really, they wouldn't say like blowjob or fuck or whatever, but they, they'd hit heavily on the subject without really talking about it specifically. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was just real weird and nobody wanted to be there. Like, even though it was inappropriate, it still wasn't funny. It was just shit. I just, I just remember that was like the worst part of the trip for me <laughs> was that play. And like everyone mutually like hated it. Yeah. Like n- nobody wanted to be there. And no. there's like, all, there's every type of, every type of kid in, in school is, is on this trip. Mm-hmm. So nobody wanted to be there. You know, a few highlights I'd say is like, I immediately think of that art museum we went to. That was dope. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. That was crazy. Northwestern. When we went to Northwestern and they just let you just like go off on your own yeah, for just like, like two hours. Go check out the campus, meet back in two hours. Yeah. Like we were just straight Roman. And that like dude, like just talking about this shit, that goes back to like the last episode about nostalgia. Like just talking about this shit. It's just like I don't know, it's bringing back Good feeling, good memories. It was just, it was awesome. Like that trip itself was so great, but um, you know, we and have it's to not give like credit. anything specifically cr- like crazy mm-hmm. happened. It was like just talking about it. We can't name like a single moment that was like awesome. It was just like the entire three days or whatever it was, and just like those little couple hour sessions where you could break off and just kind of do your thing with whoever you wanted to i think that's where that's that that was the best part just just the little things you know the little conversations and going to get food trying new new spots that was the other thing we would be we the whole time we were roasting people because we'd we'd all get our money to go eat and you'd see fucking half the kids come back with like a mcdonald's or a subway bag and we'd come back with fucking chicken Alfredo leftovers yes. from the best place in Chicago. And everyone's like all pissed off. And we're like, what like what the fuck are you doing? Like you're you're giving money in two hours to go get food in a, a city that you don't live in. Known for oh that was oh, that's the other no, you know you know what? The worst memory was that fucking shitty ass deep dish pizza that we had. Oh my god, they stuffed the entire trip <laughs> in that pizza restaurant. Oh my god. And, and made you eat that deep dish. And it, it listen, was so bad. Listen, I like I haven't had I've never been a fan of deep dish, but after that I talk mad shit on Chicago deep dish cuz that was literally the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. I'm it telling was you, it was probably same. each slice had about a cup of like super sugary sauce. sweet like lukewarm sauce on oh, that's another thing it wasn't it was like hot lukewarm. Dude. <laughs> it was not pizza. hot bro it it tasted like it had been sitting out for hours yeah and they just like kept bringing them out and and everyone was like yes. like can we get cheese like is there any cheese on these and they're like no like this is the this is the chicago way i'm like bull fucking shit there's no way all these chicago people are cool with just sweet ass, dirty, warm, but not not warm enough marinara sauce, just drenched onto some bread. Ugh. I completely forgot until you just said that, like, because I was some talking about it was little like food. All you can eat. That was the problem, too. and no, like, we couldn't get through a single <laughs> we're pizza. Like, we're like, Everyone tried. Stop. <laughs> like, nobody could. No, I don't think anybody got a second slice. No. Everyone was like, everyone was like, can, can you just like out? bring out a shitload of French fries or something? Because we're hungry, but we do not want this. Uh, 
Yeah. And the teachers just looked at us as like little ungrateful fucks, but that was garbage. I'm sorry. That was to this day, maybe the definitely the worst pizza I've ever had. Easily. Maybe the worst food I've ever had. <laughs> it's up there for me. But um yeah, the trip I mean. I wish we, I knew where wrong. we went because I would sh- shout them out for having the worst fucking pizza on the planet. I it's a I've actually found the restaurant because I have plenty of friends from Chicago uh, at school. And like the I told them about the trip one time and I was told them about the pizza experience. And they're like, where was it? And I like went into Google Maps, you know, and you actually find it because I remember the area. Um, but yeah, I, I actually did find it one time. I forget it now. I actually uh, we did go to a nice hot dog shop, that big fat hot dog shop. Remember that? No, it was huge. Like f- two floors. What? A hot dog? Sh- oh yes. yes, no Portillo's. That's like the literally the number one oh. la- like landmark restaurant in Chicago. Yeah, Portillo's. It was insane. Fire. Insane. Absolutely fire. But uh, yeah, that we'd be wrong, I think, not to give credit to our uh, our old pals. Definitely not current pals, but uh, Mia and Sarah. You know have to give them credit. They definitely played a role in, you know, how close we ended up getting and how tight we were on the trip. Yeah, for I feel sure. That, that was like a weird, it honestly felt like a dream, like that whole trip. Like I felt like I became a different person almost on that trip. Yeah, the shit it was we weird. Did, like the pier, that night, honestly, might have not happened that might be like a complete figment of our imagination <laughs> that night it was real like think... we were just being total fucking goofballs oh complete fucks like like we, literally no rules we, like, we yeah were, like i wouldn't do that again but we no. we were walking down the pier and we like it was it was just like i remember it was like was it? It was just super windy. No, it wasn't raining. It was just super fucking windy because it's Chicago. It was nice obviously. out, yeah, but yeah. it was windy. But, like, we went into this big building at the end of the pier where there was, like, a wedding going on. Oh, and, like, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. It was so weird. And we just, like, kind of snuck our way in. And we, like, went through this stairwell. And we went, like, all the way to the top. And we were on the roof of the building. And then we just, like... <laughs> We filmed this weird-ass video. We were doing weird <laughs> shit, bro. Like, I can't... What was the one... <laughs> the one video... I can't... What were... The, the one no, the video, one, dude, like... <laughs> the one that was not scripted was the best one by far. Is that the one where I, I run off? Yes. Like, that was completely unscripted. I just, like, started filming, because I was like, oh, shit, the view looks sick. And then I was like... I just turned and I see Sickles like staring into the distance. Honestly, we, like, we should, we will, uh, we'll put that in the video. Yeah, we'll plug it. <laughs> this but, video uh, is hilarious. But yeah, so I just walk up to Sickles and it's just completely unscripted <laughs> and we just start rolling. And then I turn and you're just there by chance and I do the same thing and you just went with it. It was, it was perfect. I mean, like, we could get TikTok famous from something like that shit nowadays. It was so, like, I don't even know how it happened, but Tickles just walks up to me. He's like, excuse me, sir. 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 That was me, bro. Oh, no, that was you. I had the camera. Tickles was one staring off in the distance. I'm just like, sir. Do you live up here? here? Do you live here or something? (laughs) He's like, I'm from the city. (laughs) Without hesitation, and he's just like, looking. He's just looking out into the into the yeah. skyline. He's like, I "Come here to clear my mind." <laughs> I'm just like, "Cool, cool," and I just turn. And then I'm just standing uh, there with my backpack, and you're like, "Excuse me, hey sir, hey." You just hey! take off. <laughs> yeah, and then I just fucking bolt, and I do a couple spin moves, and then you catch up to me, and I won't spoil the ending but it gets pretty crazy. But yeah, I remember the pier in my mind, at least like I thought that was going to be like a highlight of the trip. Like it seemed like they played up to be like this really cool place. And I was bored. I think in five minutes, are you talking nighttime or that? Like when we stopped during the day and it was super fucking windy and we were like next to the water booking it. (laughs) 
No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot about that too. Like everyone wanted to get a picture because it looked cool. But the wind, that might be the <laughs> hardest wind I've ever been in. I have pictures of that too, dude. There's a picture of like the four or five of us just like sitting there and all of our shirts are like completely puffed up. We, yeah. we all look fat as fuck because the wind was just smacking everybody. All the girls could not get a good picture because their hair <laughs> was like all over the place. Um, but yeah, Chicago trip was crazy. And I'll say one more thing about the pier. Kind of bouncing back on what you said, there's no chance I'd ever do that again. Like, we were complete goons. That might be, like, the most goony I've ever been in public in my life. Like, we walked into that building. There was a wedding. And we just went in. <laughs> we just, yeah, I, I we know. We were like, sitting there thinking for, like, back, I, I wouldn't do that. Minutes. I don't think I would. We were sitting in someone else's wedding for, like, five, ten minutes. Like, just amongst the tables. <laughs> And then, yeah, someone was like, yo, where does this door lead? And we're like, fuck it. And then we just went up, and we definitely were not allowed to be up there. And it was led to incredible memories. Yeah, that, I, it was pretty dope up there. I remember the view was pretty awesome of the city up there, too. But Chicago was <clears throat> definitely the solidification. And then a few weeks later... uh. I graduated from high school and it's just crazy to think like that's how it ended up going. Um, but that was definitely, you know, the tightest I was with our squad was at that point. It's weird being a year older than every single one of your friends, everybody, Um, all of your friends. So that, that freshman year of college for me was, uh, pretty tough to be honest with you. And, you know, I came home like once a month, from a five-hour drive. Didn't have a car, by the way. My dad went and drove me every single time. Um, and I came home every month. And I think even then when I was coming home, we were hanging out, obviously. We were staying close. And then all of a sudden, it's time for you guys to graduate high school. And uh, that's when... What? I don't even know where I'm going with this. What spurred the Los Angeles vacation? What do you remember? Like the first, I don't, uh, I don't even know. Like the first know, brainstorm like, of the idea. Now, like your dad always talks about going to LA. Was it always like that, or is that since we like went to LA? That's what I mean. I I feel like it hasn't always been like that. Well. Those of you who don't know, Jack's dad lived in L.A. for what, like, how long? Twenty years? Uh, I th- 10, maybe 20? about twenty. Yeah. So he was there for a while. So for it was it was definitely his idea to go, and yeah, it kind of just happened. And I mean, nobody could say no because he came to. Me, you, Sickles, and then your sister and her friends. I don't know if this was their offer, but our offer was, uh, if you want to come to L.A. for a week, I have a fuckload of frequent flyer miles, so your flight's covered. I'll cover the Airbnb. You just got to grab your food while you're there. And we'll do a week in L.A., and it'll be fucking awesome. So nobody could say no to that, obviously. And... I'm fucking very thankful I did not say no to that because that was easily one of the top two or three weeks of my life. That was, it was awesome. So I honestly don't know why the fuck my sister got to bring two friends as well. I know, because I remember it turned out. into a, I mean, my our explanation for it, I think in the moment, but definitely in hindsight was like, you guys had just graduated college and you were my two best friends. And my dad was like, fuck it. Graduation present to the max. Did you, like, go, I didn't, did you have a senior trip? No. And that's another thing. Uh, so yeah. that's what it was for me as well. Like for me, it was a senior trip. And for you guys, it was like my senior trip gift to me, but also your graduation gift. So like that was kind of the explanation for why I got to bring two friends for free. Um, but yeah, I, I just can't believe like, something like that actually 
went through. Like we went through with it. And, and again, it, like a pretty strange group. <laughs> I mean, not as far as uh, the boys, because we were all super tight. But just on that trip, like I got way closer with your sister, Hursty, like total homies with her now. And then e- even Adrian, who like I had never talked to. Uh, like I was actually talking to her on, on like Instagram the other day. And it's just like, what? yeah, it was just like I, she, she like responded to my story or I said something to her. I can't remember how it started, but we were just like catching up for a minute. And like, if you would have told me like at the beginning of that summer, like I'd be, I'd be talking to her. I'd be like, no, like I doubt it because I've never <laughs> yeah. talked to her in my life. You'd like, be like, like what how? scenario will present itself <laughs> exactly. where I will be friends with Adrian White? Exactly. Like, so it was just like, it's, it's another time where you kind of just by chance and by mutual friends end up making homies with, with new people. Yeah, I mean, my birthday was making a few homies. Weeks ago, I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> Making friends. My, my birthday was a few weeks ago, and Hursty like texted me happy birthday, and it's just like there's she wouldn't have texted me happy birthday if not for the LA trip. Exactly. Like it's just something like that. Like it changes the course. Of it's your like a weird bond that we all have. Yes. Just because um, of that one week. But in terms of just like us three as like friends. I think we actually like became like brothers by the end of that trip because you forget, like we showed up there alone for the first few days. True. Yeah. It was just, it was just the boys. Your dad wasn't there and so your dope. sister and her friends weren't there. So dope. It and was we just, just we and just got to like kind of take on the city on our own. Exactly. So like we, we just did. had, had you ever been there? Uh, Yes, but like I was a kid. Yeah. So, like since high school now. So, it was a new city to all of us. And we just yeah. had like two days to do whatever the fuck we wanted. And I remember that one night, like <laughs> we all had our fakes there and we were just ready to go. And we walked down the street and picked up a six pack just yes. like our first night, just as like a, a little toast for the first night. And uh, I just remember we were walking down, like, the middle of the street. It's probably, like, 75 degrees at night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. It might have been, like, 78. It was just, like, honestly, like, the perfect temperature ever. Most perfect temperature ever. Um, but, yeah, we were just walking down the middle of the street with a six-pack, just enjoying life. And it was... It was like the like greatest. that's such a that's such a tiny thing, but that that night sticks out to me. Even though like it <clears> wasn't much of anything, we just walked down the street, picked up a six pack, and came back. It was just like it was just the vibe of of L.A. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it, and it's like a different feeling than like a senior trip. I feel like a senior trip, like we, I mean, I didn't go on one obviously, but I feel like you feel still like a kid. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm a kid on vacation with all my bros Senior from high tri- school. Yeah, plus or, there's, like, with, I feel like the more people you have, the harder it is to have, like, a a closer bond mm-hmm. or, like, be able to kind of break off and, like, strengthen relationships more, if that makes sense. So I feel like the mm-hmm. fact that it was just the three of us, that made it just, like, kind of set it in stone that we were, we were all homies, I guess. I don't know. Um, but you know, the, the LA trip, I felt like we were like adults. I felt like it was like the first time I felt like an adult, like, cause I was just hanging out with my friends and we were just on our own in a new city and doing whatever we want. Cause we had the fake, you had the bud and, and then we're like the, the last day we were alone was the day we went to Venice and got the bikes well, wait, dude. Did, that didn't we get the bikes? No, we got the bikes like the first or second day, and then we got them again with your sister and her friends, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But that it was the second day. I'm pretty sure we were there alone for two days. Two days, yeah, maybe. I feel like it was like two nights, three yeah. days, or something. Maybe. Whatever. Like they arrived on the third day, we were there alone. But it was day two. Because day one, we we got there, we immediately got in an Uber and went to the beach, and we're there for, like, the sunset. And then we came back, and that's when we got the six-pack and stuff. And then day two is when we're like, all right, let's get the bikes. Like, let's have a day in Venice. And that 
might be the best day of my life. It was so fucking <laughs> chill, bro. I remember I just had my speaker in the basket and we were just listening to music, just cruising down right along the beach, going through uh, Santa Monica into Venice. And there's just like so many fucking wackos and sexy ass chicks and just every type of person you can imagine there. It's just like we just like explored the entire like stretch of Venice. And then like at the end of the day, the sun was setting. And when we rode the bikes back, that's when we had like the music on and like the sunset was fucking beautiful. And like none of us talked. No. We all just knew, like, we're just going to vibe. and yeah. like it's like, yeah, there's certain moments where you just know to shut your mouth and enjoy life, and that yeah. was one of them. We were yeah. all just, we were biking straight towards the sun. Mm-hmm. Just coming back, like, north. I, it, I, yeah, I think it'd be, like, north, up towards Santa Monica from Venice on our way back. And, yes. And, um, and, yeah, dude, we were just cruising like and by that time a lot that. of people go back home so there's not as many people to worry about like in the bike path and stuff so you can kind of just cruise and relax and yeah you put on those those chill riding vibes nothing no crazy music no dubstep no, no I had, hard uh, rap you got some I had, some chill like sway lee or like jenny aiko something like that something real relaxing and Rollin', Rollin' by Calvin Harris. That was the song. Like Calvin Harris, exactly. Just like straight summer vibes. Calvin Harris is honestly super underrated for having just all of his music is just perfect for summer chilling. Yeah, I don't think I'll forget that moment for as long as I live. That bike ride back in the sunset, straight into the sun, and we were just like, just going. And we had we were all had our backpacks on, we were all shirtless, and we all had our own music, <laughs> and we were just like bobbing and weaving through people. Like people were probably like, "Oh, these these dicks, these fucking like, tourist dicks." <laughs> but we were just going, and it was it was incredible. And that was definitely that's how we got to where we are today, in terms of us. Yeah, and just like. Again, like little shit I remember. Like I remember one time at one point we just kinda like pulled off and found this like little pizza hut. Not like a literal pizza hut, but like a hut that sold pizza. And we just like walked in, got a glass bottle of coke and a couple slices of pizza. And it was like I don't know if it was just because we were hot and tired and shit, but that was honestly some of the like best pizza I've had. And I remember we were like trying to save money and it was a dollar. Yeah. It was like a dollar slice. And, and we were all just and like, we're oh used to God. LA shit where you're paying like 20 bucks for McDonald's. Yeah. We were just like, dude. And we ended up getting that dollar slice at least like three or four <laughs> oh, times. Oh, yeah. So we I'm went sure. back. Yeah. We went back multiple times. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and that was also, uh, I remember, um, California had already changed their tobacco age to 21. So I had to use my fake to get like blunt wraps and stuff. Well, you had the, and you had the jewel. Oh, like, I had the jewel. The famous, oh. <laughs> uh, the famous, what you hitting? The jewel, man. I forgot about that. Cause you guys, that was, that was right when the jewel kind of started and nobody yeah. really knew what it was, which is like, I remember. Tri- it's trippy to think about nobody knowing what a jewel is. Cause like 80 year old, like women know what a jewel is now. Yeah. No one knew what it was. And me and Sickles were like, dude, like, I remember one of you guys what asking, is being like, is that weed? <laughs> yeah. We were like, what is that, dude? Like, why do you have that? Like, it's the jewel, bro. It's like, I don't know. It's the jewel. <laughs> then it became like a thing as the trip went on, like, because then we got into it. I literally got a jewel, like, after the trip because of the trip. Well, you can blame me. But. That was now coming up on four years ago. No, three years ago. Coming up on three years ago. That's crazy. It seems like it was last summer. But yeah, LA was, uh, like I said, definitely um, in the set of Top weeks of my life. Absolutely. My number one probably being 
my last week in Israel when I was like, uh, I think I was 15. Yeah, it was 15. And so like just kind of backstory on that. So I was raised Jewish and I was in like, it was kind of, kind of like a youth group type thing. But, um, so each city in America who had a group would be like partnered up with a city in Israel and you guys would kind of like be pen pals and shit. And they came over in that spring, they came in Pitts, they came to Pittsburgh and like one of each of them, there were like 20 of us and 20 of them and each of them like lived with us for a week and we just kind of hung out and did shit and they like we were still in school, so we had to go to school. But then afterwards, we'd go down and all do shit together. But so pretty much, there was this this girl I ended up talking to like th- throughout it, and um, between the spring where they came and the summer we went, it was probably four or five, like three or four months. And so like that whole time, we were texting and stuff. And we ended up getting pretty close, kind of just as homies, but obviously I was a 15-year-old dude, so I was, <laughs> I mean, it's it's in the back of my mind, but. Yeah. So, uh, so I remember, like, there was one night, like, somebody had, like, a party going on. Like, so during the day, we, we were there for three weeks, and the first two weeks, no, the first week, it was just, like, all the people from Pittsburgh kind of doing touristy shit. So we did like this crazy hike through, um, I can't even remember. Uh, fuck. I don't know. This, this crazy ass mountain range in Israel, we did a hike through and just all, all sorts of touristy shit. But then, then we linked up with them and we were in their kind of hometown for a week. And at one night, somebody had a party and, it was like we weren't allowed to drink or anything because if we got caught, we'd get fucking shipped back to America on our parents' dime. <laughs> so like it like we didn't. You weren't like, risking it. Yeah, no, you, you weren't, weren't risking, risking it. it. And at that time, like I, I was 15, so I wasn't even like drinking really. I think I may like I per, I maybe had smoked before, but like I wasn't really into any of that type of shit. Um, and so there was kind of just a party and shit. And at one point I ended up outside with the girl and we were just like talking for like a straight hour or two. And, uh, I, I, we were just talking about like anything and everything. And I remember at one point we were talking about like our, so she has a boyfriend. I forgot to mention this. She had a boyfriend. So I like, I wasn't even really shooting my shot cause I was like, fuck it. It's not even worth it. And like, I don't want to offend her, I guess. And I was 15. So I just like, I was fucking scared. I don't know. I was a virgin and I was 15. Um, so like the, uh, the conversation came up, like, what's your biggest pet peeve? And like, I can't even remember what I said. And, and she said, um, when guys can't take a hint, and I was like, ah, oh. like, so at first I was like, <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, oh shit, fuck. She's talking about me. And I was like, all right, like I'm a little scared, but at the same time, like I just got the green light. So like I made my move and shit and we started making out and I'm getting, getting butterflies. I'm getting falling in love and shit. I'm 15. I'm all, I'm all hype. So I, like, go back and tell my homies. I'm like, yo, bro, like, I made out with her. And, like, I felt titties, bro. It was awesome. I was super hype. And then, like, so the 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 week goes on. And then the next week, all 40 of us kind of, like, travel. And the last night, I think we probably had, like, two or three nights left there before we went back to Pittsburgh. But they're, the last night where we were with the Israelis, um, we all stayed in a hotel in Tel Aviv. Like, mm-hmm. fucking terrible idea by this this company to put a bunch of 
15 and 16 year olds in a hotel together and expect shit not to go down. <laughs> but so pretty much like, wait, all, was there any supervision? Like, yeah, there was. So pretty like we would have like these, it was honestly pretty fucking awesome. Like I made some lifelong friends in it, but we'd have these like these things where we'd like sit in a circle and um, like all 20 of us, like the topic could really be anything, but like we get into some like really deep shit and like talk about our problems and shit and kind of just like vent to each other. And mm-hmm. um, so we had like, we had one of those and I, and I, I think the uh, Israelis did too. And like, it actually got super fucking deep. Like we had to, um, we had like a, I can't remember if it was like a piece of paper or like a balloon or something, but it was like the whole idea of like you write something down that's bothering you, then you burn it or you, you set it off in a balloon, like you let go of it. So we did like that type of shit and it got pretty deep and everyone was like a little depressed. And so like people kind of just, so we got out of it and we we're like, all right, this is the last night. So like we're trying to chill with all these people, but mm-hmm. they were still in their little circle. So we all went back to our rooms and I and mo- pretty much everyone ended up passing out, I think. So then I wake up at like two in the morning and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I like I slept like I, I slept like everyone's probably sleeping. Like I'm not get, like that was my last night with all these people. Like I'll probably never see him again. I haven't seen any of them since. Uh, not. No, I don't think I've seen any of them. I've may, maybe seen one, but I don't think I've seen any of those 20 people like since we left. And um, so I wake up and I like hit the girl up and I'm like, yo, are you awake? She doesn't answer. And I'm like, fuck, shit, I'm missing my chance. Like I blew it. I fell asleep. I fucking blew it. And then finally she answers. And like my heart just starts pounding because like, I'm, wait, how much time passed? Probably like thirty minutes, but it felt wow. like like hours. That's a long ass time. <laughs> yeah, so it's like two thirty in the morning, probably. And I like go up to her room, and like it wasn't like FBLA or some shit where they like ta- put tape on the door or yeah. like monitor the hallways. Like you could kind of just do what you needed to, and um. So I like went up to her room and shit, and uh, like she had like a a room like a someone like in her room with her but that girl was like like my second closest homie from that trip too like mm-hmm. as one of the israelis so like it was cool anyways but she was a fucking deep ass sleeper so it didn't really didn't really mean anything so she was just <laughs> she was in the bed but somehow she got kicked out and she was sleeping on the floor for the rest of the night what <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't, it was pretty cool, but, so, so we were, like, in the bed and shit, and just kind of, like, talking or whatever, and, like, we start messing around and shit, and then I'm, like, kind of, like, all right, this is, like, kind of weird, like, this chick's sleeping right next to us, like, I don't know, I was, I was new to everything, I was a little weirded out, and yeah. I was, like, 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 let's go into the bathroom or something, so, like, we go off into the bathroom, and, like, Shit starts to uh, to escalate, and then just out of nowhere, she's like, "Oh, I can't do this," and I was like, "Oh, like what? What? What do you mean? What? What do you? No, you can't do this right now." So she's like, "Like, no, I can't do it. Like, I feel bad. Like about my boyfriend." And I was like, "Ah, fuck. Okay, well, I understand. Like, I'm not mad, <laughs> even though I was mad. Like, it was the type of it was like some girlfriend yeah. shit. I was like, no, like it's fine." Like, don't even worry about it. I'm not mad at all. But, um, so then I, like, walk. I, I'm like, all right, well, like, I'll just, I'll see you tomorrow then. And then, um, like, I was like, I'll see you tomorrow before everybody leaves. So then I, like, walk off and I get to the stairwell. And, like, I open the door. And, like, sh- I just feel her, like, hand, like, grab the back of my arm. And I was <laughs> like, oh, fuck. And she's like, like, never mind, like. Like, let's, <laughs> let's go. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Word. Let's go. And then so, like, shit just, uh, 
shit moved forward and I lost my V card in Israel when I was 15 in a hotel. And that was probably the best week of my life. LA might have been, though. It's close. But I think that was because it was just so unexpected. Yeah, and in a in a dream scenario, like my sister would have probably brought two different people to LA. Yeah, but, but it worked out great at the same time. Oh, it worked out great because like then it was just more about like kind of like the you know connections you make not in a more yeah, but than it, a friend's way. Like it, it was just like cool a deeper if your level. Your sister brought like two slutty chicks. Yeah, it wouldn't have been like as cool, like honestly. Like no, it would have been yeah, it would have been fun, but I don't think it would have been as memorable of of, of a trip. And you know, Sickles would have been like, <laughs> just that would have been Sickles' full focus. Oh yeah, the whole trip. Yeah. So, but instead, it was more just like get fucked up and just get chill fucked up like, and just in LA. enjoy each other. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um. I mean, the best week of my life wasn't even a week, really. Like, there's this thing in Hawaii. I'll try to make it short and sweet, but basically, my best friend when I lived there, his name's Judd. He went to a private school, and I didn't get in because I guess I just wasn't smart enough or whatever. So, but we still stayed close. We lived kind of close to each other. Um, but he was family friends with this family that owns an estate on like the east side of the island, like which is island? not like as populated. The main island. Like, uh, the big. One? I mean the, not the big island, but Oahu, which is the most populated and the one that has the capital and stuff. So, anyways, they own this estate, and it is right on the corner of like this hotel so it's like kind of like you're immersed in nature but you always like could just like hit the the hyatt if you need to like they had like a hot tub we'd like hit it sometimes and like sneak in and whatever but anyways this estate was like a campsite so it was just this nice open grass field and then they built like a little kitchen and then there was bathrooms but other than those two buildings, but like it, you were it just was in like a grass private, field. like a private campsite. Yes, private campsite. No one could go on unless you were family friends with this family that owns the estate. Right. So yeah. Okay. And we went twice a year on July fourth, fourth of July. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, and then on New Year's Eve. So it was like both the times that you shoot fireworks. We'd like go to this place, blah blah blah. You camp out. There's a bunch of families. And like it becomes like a fan, like one big family. Like we were all just one big family, and it was kind of a thing. Like you just knew every Fourth of July you were going, and every New Year's Eve you were going. Like you just knew. And every time I'd go, but obviously I, as I get a little older, so wait, it just you would like, like became, camp out on New Year's Eve? Yes, and Fourth of July. That's such a weird in concept. Hawaii, <laughs> like just a bunch of families, like probably like ten to twelve families go. And they're all like, no, obviously the people that own it. And then you like all meet each other, obviously. And then as time goes on, you become close with them. So then all of a sudden you're just like a family and you're like, okay, like this is going to be a family event every single twice a year. And so like every time we go, but obviously when I was older, like in middle school, it is like, that's like peak happiness, like just pure childhood happiness. Like imagine just being at a campsite. And there's no phones, there's no technology, you're just there with your friends, and there's a beach right there, like literally 12 steps to the beach. That sounds terrible to so many people, because they can't take a picture. <laughs> we can't post Private about beach. It. No one can get to this beach, by the way. Private beach, and you're just there with your friends, and like, it's just a bunch of kids. Obviously, I was a kid at the time, so it was just like... Are you still like, it was welcome just so to amazing. go there? Yeah, so I've been once... Or no, I've been twice since I've moved back now. But like I always try to plan my trips around it. But now it's like kind of everyone, like obviously everyone that was my age is now my age. 
So like they're either in college or they have a job now, blah, blah, blah. So it's just like it's become like a less common occurrence. I don't think they they definitely don't go every Fourth of July and New Year's Eve now. But it was just like that short amount of time. It was like such like a it was a thing. It was its own thing. And it was the greatest thing of my life. And the campsite is called Lani Kuhonua. And if you know who my dog is, her oh. name is Lani. So we named her after the campsite. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's where it comes full circle, really. And, like, I, my dream is, you know, I look back at the L.A. trip and I think, you know, I'm graduating from college in May. And this summer, like, is kind of like a farewell to just any adolescence I have, you know, because I'm going to be getting a full-time job here and then starting my life. Um, I, I just, I would love to like be able to bring friends to Hawaii because LA is cool. We were all kind of experiencing it, but like Hawaii is my home, like truly deep down. I lived there for the core seven years of my life and I've never been able to show it with anyone who show it to anyone who like actually matters to me today. Yeah. Has, has. Has anyone from Pittsburgh been to Hawaii? No. Like no, any no. of our Pittsburgh friends? I mean, like, no. No one for, because, like, like, my sister. Like, even Shuit I mean, or no? No. No. I mean, the, Bree was the closest one to coming, but no one had ever, has ever come. And I just really hope, like, I get to show someone what it's all about. Because for you guys, it's just all my friends. It's just Hawaii, you know, the stereotypical when you think of Hawaii, you're just like, oh, yeah, an island. It's a vacation island. Like, it's sick. But for me, like, it's my home, and I just, like, really want to show it to someone. Well, fuck. Let's do it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the bottom line. But, yeah, I think it's cool. Like, I don't think anyone knows that now besides you and anyone who listens to this, that my dog's name is Lonnie because that's the name of the campsite that is my favorite place on Earth. That's great. Yeah, dude. I don't know why. I just, I, I feel like I've never even asked because I, I would have remembered if I knew that. Yeah. That's nuts. But yeah, it's pretty cool. How, what, what time are we at right now? An hour and three minutes. Almost right on the dot. This microphone is dope. <laughs> Like I'm, I definitely know that it's going to be a good purchase. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you sound way better than the phone. The phone call definitely sounds much more organic. <clears throat> but yeah, should we, should we keep going or should we cut it? Uh... We, we can go into traveling. I mean, we definitely left a cliffhanger for traveling. Or we could save it for next time. We could just go. Let's. I say we just do a full travel episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could. We could definitely yeah, go. There's travel. a lot I could talk about. You studied abroad. You could talk about a lot. Um. So that'll yeah. be episode six. Coming to you soon. It will be a travel episode. We'll get our thoughts about, you know, what we like about the outside world. I mean, I've been blessed enough to see a little bit of it, like literally a tiny bit. I've been to probably five countries max. I think I've been to like nine or 10. Whoa. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next time. But till then, this was the tube station. Thanks for joining us. Now you know who we are and why we are. Who, what, why, where? Uh, why? You got the when, too. When, yeah. There you go. Pittsburgh. Okay, so who, Jack and Mole. What? The Tube Station Podcast. The Tube Station Podcast. When? Right now. But, I mean, we kind of explained today. Summer We explained 15, today. Maybe yeah. 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Again, the tube station. Yeah.
And... We just actually, yeah, no. To to kind of summarize all this, you know, like Noel tried to say earlier, that the tube station is a place where people can come together and you talk about literally anything. The amount of friendships I've made and solidified around a tube station is absurd. <laughs> yes. Like pretty much all like almost all of my guy friends were because of the tube station or the tube station is somehow involved. And so that's why we're here and that's why we're calling it the tube station. And how? The how is you can follow us on social. Oh. Jack Team 22 nice for me. Plug. There's a nice plug. Noel J33 for me. Um, and you can listen to this podcast on YouTube and soon to be other more compatible podcast uh, applications. But we'll, we'll keep you updated with that. We're only on episode five and this is a milestone for us. Yeah, we'll be on SoundCloud and Apple and all that. Actually, fuck SoundCloud. We should just skip that. We should just go straight to Apple and Spotify next. Yeah. Where we're investing. I thought, I originally thought you could go on SoundCloud for free, but you can't, which is fucking stupid. So we're going to have to cough up some change and get this shit on Apple Podcasts so you fuckers don't have to sit on YouTube for an hour. But till then, keep fucking listening, subscribe, follow us, and we'll catch you guys next week. The Tube Station.